Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Future Gone Virtual Podcast. Today is Monday, August 23rd. I know it's been a while, but we're back. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about a few topics. There is a bit of a backlog, but um, I'm only going to be talking about current topics. I'm not really going to go over what's happened over the summer. This stuff has happened in the last two weeks, so I'm going to go over it really quick. Uh, first, Pfizer. The Pfizer vaccine was approved with the emergency expedition, uh, like it was expedited by the FDA. The FDA said, hey, let's do this fast, and so they did, and, uh, and it got approved in January. Now, what a lot of people have been waiting for before getting the vaccine was, uh, was for it to be fully approved. And what that means is for it to go through the entire process that every drug has to go through before, uh, before being put uh, as like an over-the-counter or into pharmacies or whatever. Uh, in order to be recognized as an actual medical solution. Um, and there's this rigorous process that usually takes months, and it has taken months. And as of today, August 23rd, it has been approved fully by the FDA. So as for me personally and the CDC, we are both expecting a large, a significant increase in vaccinations uh, to come very shortly, either because people want it or because it can now be legally required, which is huge. The military can and they will make it mandatory. Um, I have a source that says potentially within the within the week uh, that could be required for all active duty military. Um, and if they if they do not comply, they get kicked out. Uh, that's that's huge. Uh, something that a lot of people are not going to be happy with, but they really don't get much of a choice, do they? Second, Trump. Uh, yes, we are still hearing about former President Donald Trump, who left the office uh, late this January. Uh, he he held a rally in Alabama. Now keep now note this: he is no longer the front runner in the Grand Old Party with GOP, uh, which is the Republican Party. He uh, he is now taking a backseat to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And uh, we'll t- I'm sure I'll be talking about him uh, as this series goes on, but he hasn't done really anything in the past couple weeks. Anyway, um, you know, one, the other thing that you have to know is half of the Republican Party, or those that who would, who would vote for who would vote for a Republican candidate, uh, or are intending to vote Republican next year, uh, for the for the midterm elections, they are they tend to be anti-vaccine. Now, uh, the thing with Trump is. He pushed for the vaccine, he recommended it, and he was met with loud disapproval. Here is a recording of President Trump's rally in Alabama, courtesy of USA Today. And then we developed a vaccine, and it's great. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got, no, that's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms, but I happened to take the vaccine. I, for one, was surprised when uh, when I heard when I heard the news that he had actually uh, pushed for the vaccine, because typically his supporters will follow him off a cliff, but uh, apparently not here. Apparently not here. That's uh, it is a bit shocking to me. Um, and Ron DeSantis, uh, I mentioned him before, he's been relatively quiet on the topic of getting the vaccine. All we know is that he will not force people to get it within his own state, but of course he doesn't have jurisdiction outside of Florida. Um, he has, he has of course, a voice out there in, in other states, states that are looking at him like Texas, here in Mississippi, Tennessee is another state that's like that. Um, but he's been relatively quiet, so I wouldn't expect him 
uh, to say much about Trump because he he himself was a Trump supporter. I think he still is, but um, but he's uh, he's of course making a name for himself um, on the national stage. Um, President Biden pulled our troops out of Afghanistan after 17 years there. Yes, that's not that's not me making a mistake. I realize that 9/11 was 20 years ago. But we didn't enter Afghanistan until 2004. Um, the Taliban, which is the uh, which is the Islamic, um, it's the Islamic uh, People's Force, I guess. It's um, I don't want to outright call them terrorists, but they kind of are. They're um, they're basically the uh, the religious force that's been trying to take over afghanistan from the from the republic that was uh that was set up there by the united states and that the united states has been holding off the taliban for all those years now they took supplies that were left behind why were they left behind because it was um uh, and biden's been taking a lot of fire for this over the last couple weeks he has it, it was very fast seemingly on a whim and there was no real there was no real build-up there was no saying, hey, we're going to leave now. Um, and there are still Americans stranded in Afghanistan. Uh, look up the crisis in the Kabul airport, and it's, it's, not, it's not looking good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that develops. Um, hopefully it doesn't really develop that interestingly at all. Um, hopefully everybody gets home and that's that. But um, when the Taliban did take control of the country after the, after the Republican president uh, ran... Uh, like fled the fled the country. Um, there were there started to become violations of human rights, and uh, a lot of these are rights to which Afghanistan has been building up, uh, such as women's rights. A lot of women's rights. Um, the uh, Islam tends to be very restrictive on women's rights, and that is, that was very apparent until recently in Saudi Arabia. Um, it still is because women have to wear have to wear what's called a hijab, which is their headdress, um, and and in and in Islam they don't they don't they aren't really supposed to have very many rights, and the Taliban is really going to be cracking down on that because the Republic wasn't. So, women's rights is set to take a huge hit, as is uh, religious freedom, which will be non-existent in a religious state. Go figure. So. Hopefully that it hopefully it doesn't go too bad over there. Anyway, that is all for today. Uh, I will be releasing another episode in the next couple days. Uh, it'll be called uh, Senate Prohibition and Our Own Palpatine. I'm going to be working on this on Tuesday and Wednesday, and hopefully releasing it on Wednesday night. We'll see. Um, but anyway, welcome welcome back to season three of the Future Gone Virtual Podcast. I'm Alex Snyder signing off.